Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Parent Solution. We're happy to have you all here again listening, and we're definitely pumped for today's episode. If you remember from our last podcast, we were talking about what felt like much more radical solutions to managing the different learning styles within a typical public classroom. Jamie and I discussed at length some very practical ways to take your child's learning into your own hands. And today, we are so excited to have with us a very special guest. This extraordinary lady is a parent and a mother who has implemented a lot of what we would like to call common sense solutions to the challenges that she knew her children were facing in the classroom. Stephanie, welcome. We are happy to have you. Hi, thank you for having me. It's an incredible honor to have you with us here today, Stephanie. And as a parent who is consciously participating in what we like to say is alternative education, we definitely have some questions for you. And we know our listeners are eager and intrigued to hear from someone who is actually putting practical steps into place. So why don't we get started with you telling us a little bit about yourself? I don't really know where to start besides um, I'm a mom. I have two boys. I have 11-year-old and an 8-year-old, and they were in public school um, up until this year, uh, this school year, um, and I just dove into the uh, homeschooling side of things just because I saw how much my kids were struggling with everything going on in the school system and being part of the public education system and everything going on with COVID and everything like that. Um, and so... I just decided that my kids' mental health was more important than anything else, and I am surrounded by people who um, currently and have been for years homeschooling, and that gave me the confidence to do this for my kids and to take this route because um, just how much stress and anxiety my kids were under the past two years, just or just in general, like, you know, the hustle and bustle of, like, getting up in the morning, getting them going 
um, you know, they start off their day with, you know, so much tenseness and anxiety and then they're going to school and then they come home and it's just a full day packed of just so much going on. So uh, I just saw how that was impacting my kids and just decided to, we're going to slow down, we're going to take it easy and we're going to just go with the flow and they're so much happier now. That's uh, that's really so, awesome. Um, anything else you guys want to know, <laughs> <laughs> or just about me personally? Um, yeah, I mean, tell us. So tell us a little bit about. Uh, maybe it's a good idea. You mentioned, you know, you took your kids out of school uh, for the uh, for many factors, obviously, um, but one of which is the constant hustle and bustle and and go go go. I definitely see that a lot in the regular world, um, or or what you might term the quote unquote regular world um of schooling and of parents of of the uh the the uh work and the constant drive 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 and go 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 and it doesn't stop it doesn't slow down so with you taking an alternative approach uh to schooling what does a typical day whether that's with what you do for work or what your kids do for school what does a typical day look like for you and and your kids generally um i just let them kind of start their day on their own like I don't have a time that they wake up sometimes I, I try to get them er up earlier but they they generally wake up on their own um not like it used to be where they're up at like 6 30 in the morning and getting ready and everything like that um so they get rested and they get the amount of sleep that they need because kids go through growth spurts right and so sometimes they're not fully rested and you know kids need their sleep so we just take it really slow really easy in the morning um they get up at their own pace um we have they have breakfast um depending on what they want to eat and we just kind of ease into the day um we have like they have times where they can be on technology and things like that um and I encourage them to always go outside every day, which is so good for the development. Um, but yeah, we just take it easy, take it day by day, basically. That's mm -hmm. how we do it. Mm -hmm. So I was going to ask you, like on the note of a, of a typical day, um, how do you manage everything? You, you seem like you are much more relaxed, which I love. You seem like you're much more relaxed than the uh, what you might term the average parent when it comes to uh, the regiment that you provide for your kids. Um, it definitely sounds more natural. It sounds more much more holistic. Um, personally, I think that's a great approach um, to children because they're under a lot of stress as is with growth spurts and growing, and they don't necessarily understand everything that's going on. Um, how do you manage everything with, you know, I, I assume they're doing some sort of education throughout the day. Um, how do you manage like them and their school and, and your work and, and family life? You, you must be superwoman, right? Uh, no, <laughs> not superwoman. Um, some days we, we do like worksheets and reading and stuff. And some, some days we just kind of just take a, take a break from that because sometimes they can still get overwhelmed and mm -hmm. there's, their kids are still under a lot of, you know, other things that are going on. Um, and we don't have like a set schedule for anything that we do specifically besides, um, they do math club every Monday, mm -hmm. um, alternating Mondays. And then 
they have the classes with you. That's the structure that we stick with. Right. And then throughout the day, um, they're constantly learning. So they're involved in everything we do at home, like Mm. the cooking and the cleaning. They do, like, we have conversations. We listen to podcasts together. We um, read books and uh, just throughout the day, like, their whole day is learning all Mm -hmm. day. It's just not, like, traditional or conventional learning they would, like, they would have in a classroom, right? So... It's through everything we do at home, and then we have conversations about all kinds of things. Like yesterday, we um, so that whole convoy convoy coming through Canada. Yeah, explain to them what, what's going on with that, and mm-hmm. then like so, my eleven year old he's like, "Well, what do you mean?" So like, well, they're going from Vancouver all the way to Ottawa, and he's like, "Oh, what do you what? Well, what's going on with that?" So we pulled up the map of Canada. And we, I showed them where they started, where all their stops were going to be, um, and how far across the whole country of Canada we're going. So the conversation turned into like a geography lesson, um, a, a social studies lesson, and a math lesson, mm-hmm. all in one, just in that conversation. So those are the conversations that we're having every day. And that's the interaction that we're having, like, just in our family. And all the time, like summertime, we'll have like, I have my own garden and we have conversations about worms and plants and how they grow and sunlight and photosynthesis, all those things. And so that's really the unschooling part of homeschooling because everything we do is our kids are learning. So that's, that's how we do it at home. I love it. Oh, Stephanie, absolutely love it. And so many things you know being a mom myself and i'm assuming a lot of our a lot of our listeners are too you know right from the beginning when you started to talk about the hustle and bustle in the morning and you know the kids leading sleep and their mental health and all that stuff like that spoke directly to me um you know we i live in about an hour and a bit away from my work and so i had to get my kids up that much earlier than the quote-unquote normal child that would get up for school and you know rush them off to to daycare or before and after school and then commute my way to work you know and get there on time late every day let's be transparent and then (laughs) drive all the way back you know in time to get my kids you know to come back to spend that two hours with them at the end of the day, you know, by the time you get the dinner and, and stuff ready for the next day and bath and in bed and you're doing it all again tomorrow. So I, I'm i loving how you, you recognized all of that um, and spoke to that for sure. Up until um, in May of last year, I worked nights for two years. And that was hard, especially on my kids, especially in the summertime. Like my youngest would have... Um, uh, meltdowns sometimes. Well, I don't want to say meltdowns. He would have a very hard time with me leaving at night just because he knew I wasn't in the next room. And that was really hard for him and so hard for me. And not just because I was leaving, but I would be working at night and then I come home in the morning and then they're off to school. And then um, I would spend a few hours with them and then I'd be getting ready for work again and all those kinds of things. And that 
just added an extra layer of stress onto all of us. Mm-hmm. It just made things so much harder. And right now we're just easing into the homeschooling and we're just finding our groove. And my kids are so much happier and they get to go play with their friends. Um, and they get to go play outside and they get to just like their level of happiness is like so much higher. And because they get to have me at home with them, it's just, I, I wouldn't do it any dif- any way differently. I just don't, I wish I did it sooner, <laughs> honestly. <Yes. laughs> um, and like we do like, so I've always been really in tune with my kids and aware of what's going on with them and I've also worked in so the night the night shift job that I had was for um I worked at a women's domestic violence shelter so I saw the what happens with kids uh, in such extremes of like in and out of school all those things back and forth back and forth and just the things that can happen and I just really 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 wanted my kids to have that just level equilibrium and just calmness and I feel like we're finding that now so that that's I love it and I love how in tune you are with the kids that's 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 a huge step um and a great thing to be able to say that you are right and I think that goes back to the the hustle and bustle a lot of parents miss that right because they're so busy doing other other stuff, you know, hustling off to work, coming home from work, doing all the things that need to be done, that we sometimes forget to check in with our kids. You know, sometimes we forget to kind of step back and to make sure that they're okay. And I don't think that's a no fault of a parent or no fault of of a, of a guardian. I think it's just the way sometimes, you know, our society has brought in all these factors that we have to keep in um, as a parent and to raise a healthy, healthy family. And and to be able to provide with them at the same time. Um, I think I love how you incorporated all of the different learning experiences throughout the day as well with your kids. You know, you talked about how, you know, the convoy going through and you took that on as a huge learning opportunity um, and the cooking and, you know, the planting of the worms and stuff. Um, do you ever get the feeling or have you ever thought, you know, through this whole process that your kids might kind of fall quote unquote behind of their learning by not attending the traditional learning environment yeah I, that's you know obviously that would be something that is a worry but also we're conditioned to think that they need to be like in this box right but kids don't learn in a box kids learn through experience through interaction like I have friends who are educators and so we have these conversations also about how kids learn just by doing, by being present, by having conversation and just by, by adults, like seeing them, like, and being like getting down to the level, like, Hey, you know, having the conversation about, you know, how plants grow and just being present with kids and the way kids learn is not it's not a structure it's they learn through experience they learn through doing they learn through interact interacting and building and like they're my kids love legos and they have this massive box of legos 
and they just create something different every single day and they'll use up the whole box of Legos. So that's their creativity. That's that's how kids learn. They don't they don't learn in a box. They're not meant to sit in a, a desk for however many hours a day with three breaks of three breaks of uh, playing outside or whatever. That's just that's not how kids are. Mm-hmm. Like kids kids need activity. Kids mm-hmm. need like uh, just to be kids. Yes. The the kinesthetic learning, especially for kids. You mentioned, yes. you know, I I know you have two boys, um, and and for boys especially, they need that hands on stuff. They have to be able to get up and do something. You're right. I love it. Yeah. Awesome. I know. I know you touched a bit about this already, Stephanie. But if you have anything that you want to add, um, I'm I'm still a bit curious of what you incorporate and how do you incorporate education and learning opportunities to provide them with education um, and and the learning opportunities that they're, that um, they may, people may think that they're not getting in a traditional setting. And do you incorporate the traditional education at all? I don't really, well, I do like, we'll do math worksheets, we'll do reading, we'll do, um we'll do youtube videos of science and and like coming in this spring when it's nicer outside we're gonna do a lot more um outdoor like science experiments and just exploring those kinds of things but right now it's more um just stuff we could do inside which is more reading more writing um but it's not super structured it's like i said again those conversations just through the interaction with each other that we're doing it. And like when I met with my homeschooling representative, I had that conversation about, cause I had really high anxiety about like, they're going to be, they might fall behind and that like, what is the structure and what are these, like, I need all these tools. I need all these things. And she's like, just take a deep breath and it's going to be okay. The first year is you learn how to learn, uh, or you learn how to, be where your kids are at it's not trying to have them at the specific bar pushing them to where you think they need to be it's meeting your kids where they're at and going with their strengths and then as you go through this you are going to learn how to work with them and how to fill in any quote-unquote gaps or where else they may need support but for the like she really eased my anxiety about how um, not but thinking about all oh, my kids are going to be behind and all those things. She just said, this is the structure we're going to follow, structure, loose, um, and we're going to try and meet these milestones, but also don't stress over it because they will get there because kids learn at different rates different paces and so you know just take it easy don't stress yourself out and do what you can do because everything is a learning opportunity like we had a whole um two it was about three hours conversation and we documented a whole bunch of things that she's like even like the travel that we do even the um adventures that we go on those are all learning experiences and the way she explained it to me is or the, when we went into it, 
we discussed like all the things that they're learning. I was like, okay, that that's where they're learning this quote unquote structured stuff that they would learn in school. They're learning it through experience, not in a school setting. So that's what really like took a load off of me, thinking that my kids would be behind be behind and they're not. They're not. They're just I'm meeting them where they're at and that's what they need. I love it. Perfect. Perfect. Because they're still they're learning, but they're learning they're learning the same material but in a different way. Instead of it being in a traditional right. educational setting, um, or educational institution, rather, with a public school or a private school or whatever, what have you, in an actual physical building, you've taken those academic lessons like math and reading and writing and you've you've worked those types of things into the lifestyle into a much more holistic learning style i love it i love it it's great yeah and they're learning they're they're learning without learning like so if you like i know uh jamie you have kids yeah yes so like they're they're learning in a way that they don't know that they're learning and then we have these conversations and then they come back to what they learned a couple weeks ago like especially my older one he will be like well but mom when when we did this and when you said this and and so we talk about it um and that's how they it, they learn through the experience but they don't realize that they're learning mm-hmm. and that pressure of the classroom and the school and being in the building is off of them mm-hmm. it's just i feel like it flows easier yeah because the mm-hmm. expectations the official expectations and learning goals and the paperwork and the administration is just not there it's gone um and i I love it i love it honestly because that's how children really do perform better is by not having those expectations that are forced upon them when and like you like you said fitting them into a box that doesn't work for everyone um and it doesn't work for every child um, and, and I would argue it doesn't work effectively really for any child, but that's, <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. Um, on the note of, of expectations and, and, uh, and beliefs and, and things like that, um, perhaps this is a little late coming into the conversation, um, but I feel that it's important that I ask, do you have, Stephanie, certain beliefs or, or situational factors that prompted you to, to make the decisions that you've made? Um, this year, particularly when it comes to your kids' educational experiences? For sure. Um, so in, I believe it was, it was January 7th, 2021, and mm-hmm. my seven-year-old had a total breakdown. Like, he, he sat on my lap for about three hours and cried about everything going on in the world. Like, he's like, Mom, are we going to die? Mom, why do we have to wear masks? Mom, I can't. Like, school is so hard. And honestly, before this, before, like, the total bubbling up of everything and he just having this this emotional moment, he would come home after school and just cry. He would cry for about an hour and I'd sit with him and we'd talk it out. And... It, I was just, I reached my limit of what I was allowing to happen to my kids in the school system. 
And so um, we, the biggest, and then again, this year, I was like on the way home from, so we went to the States in, in June and my brother got married. And on the way back, we had the conversation of, okay, are you guys gonna, do you guys want to go back to school? Because the school's literally just down the street from our house. Um, or do you guys want to be homeschooled? And so we talked about it, talked about it, talked about it, and then they decided, okay, we want to be homeschooled. Okay. And the another thing that really made me decide that was they put in the mask mandate at the school from mm-hmm. preschool or from, yeah, from preschool to 12th grade. And I was right. like, mm-hmm. and then the social distancing the isolation like I worked so when everything happened in March 2020 I had a conversation with some of my coworkers, and my biggest my first gut instinct was this is going to be traumatic for our kids our kids are going to suffer and it didn't take long for the cracks to start to show and Mm -hmm. we pushed through it and then I got to the point where I was like nope this is enough we're not going to do this my children need to be at home and they need to be in a place where they are not so heavily influenced by all the other garbage Mm -hmm. outside of plus the anxiety of like oh you're gonna go home and kill your grandma like my that's what my 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 seven-year-old asked me mama are we gonna die are we gonna have somebody else die because we're not doing this? Like, mm-hmm. like putting our kids under that amount of stress. And we know that, like, when kids are in a situation of trauma, they don't learn. Yes, they don't advance. They don't. They can, they're not able to bring in new information. And so, it, it, no, I was I was not gonna let them go through that not another year I think so that just prompted me to yeah yeah to do something I think and I think that is so admirable um that you chose to do that that you recognize hey this is a problem um and you're right uh as an educator myself I will absolutely agree with you um that yeah children don't learn when they're in a state of trauma um and I love what you said they cannot accept any new information their brain is just literally tr- like reacting in a trauma response. It shuts down and it's unable to take in any new information. And that is why these, um, you called it garbage. I like to call it programming. <laughs> That's why the, the programming wow. is so strong, right? Like is, is when you think about all of the, uh, all of the, the uh, mainstream narrative about, like you said, killing grandma and needing to wear masks or you're going to, you know, it's your social responsibility and all of that, all of that traumatic stress on top of the educational um, expectations, you're, you, I think you were absolutely right to pull them out of school. Um, and, you know, I, I'm sure that that is not easy for you some days to, to manage everything. Um, you can say you're not superwoman. I have a different opinion of all moms that keep their kids home because trying to do that and work and everything else like but but you've recognized that that's what your children need and it is so admirable that you've chosen to make that decision that 
no matter what, my kid's mental health is more important than anything else that might be going on. Yeah. And, like, I've always been aware of how important mental health is mm-hmm. ever since, like, I had a traumatic upbringing. And so my mom did a lot of work with us to recognize all these all the things that go into trauma and like there's a whole other conversation we could have about that but um i'm very aware of how trauma affects the brain Mm -hmm. and the body and i am a huge proponent proponent or supporter rather of um physical exercise nutrition and taking care of yourself body mind and soul Mm -hmm. so those things being at the top of my list pushed me further into deciding to take my kids out of school. And like I was involved in the public school system for a long time. I was part of PAC and school council and just super involved in the school and everything. And bureaucracy is slow, especially yes. in the school system. Mm-hmm. And how much, what our kids actually need in the school system it doesn't exist. Every year it continues to be like removed which makes mm-hmm. no sense because this is our next generation that are going to be making this, the decisions in this world and that's unacceptable to me as a parent mm-hmm. and it should be unacceptable to every parent mm-hmm. you know as mm-hmm. much as they can handle but like I wasn't gonna that to me that's unacceptable I you weren't going to stand for it I love it mm-hmm. oh for sure not Stephanie you did you did briefly mention um you know, a little bit about having the conversation with your kids before you decided to make this transition. Um, how did they, how did they, and, and I mean, I think we, we know the answer, but just be a little bit more insight of how that conversation went, maybe to help other parents give advice of, of making this transition if they're thinking for next fall. But, um, you know, what did the conversation look like? Were they, were they upset by it? And being kind of in this process of homeschooling since the fall, has their emotions changed about it? Are they are they happy about it? Do they miss being in school? Like what 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 is what are those feelings and emotions around that for for your kids? Sometimes they miss their friends. Well, not sometimes they they say they miss their school friends, but they're a lot of their school friends also live here in town, so they still see them. Um, but that, that conversation, the way it went, is we actually had it previously in 2021. Um, we've talked about it, um, I guess, 2020, 2021 school year. We talked about it, and they're like, yeah, they weren't really sure. Um, and then, again, in the fall, we had, or before fall, we had that conversation. And they said, well, actually, yeah, we could try it out. And I'm like, and if you guys don't like it. I could send you guys back to school. That's fine. But like, okay. Like, my kids, they're super easygoing. And they were like, okay, well, let's try it. They're, they're really just kind of down for anything. And as we had the conversation, they got more and more like, okay, yeah, this could be a good thing. And, and we just kind of came to the conclusion. And I let them come to the conclusion themselves. Like, if this is what you guys want to do, we'll do it. We'll figure out a way. Um, I know my older son kind of had a little bit of anxiety about not being in school and not seeing his friends. And we had the conversation of, you know, you can still go visit your friends, you know, hang out with them however you want. And then 
they're like, okay, you know, let's let's do this, and they were set. They were they were okay with um, homeschooling and everything that comes with it. And honestly, right now, compared to last year, I would say their emotional health has like improved a lot, and just they're happier. They're happier at home. And just, I think it was about two weeks ago, we had the conversation. I asked them, I was like, so how do you guys feel about, you know, being in, being at home? Do you guys want to go back to school? They're like, no, we don't want to go back to school. We want to stay homeschooling. Um, this is better. Like they, I asked them the question and they gave me the feedback. I was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. And they love it. They enjoy it. I love how you, is how that- you, it- gave them the option right from the beginning right and you said we can you know try it out but hey if it doesn't work for us or if this isn't the right solution we can always go back or try something else I love how you you get and still continue you know you check in with them and say hey is this is this still working for you guys or you know you want to make some changes I think that is so important of evolving kids in in a situation like this right even though as parents we feel a certain way or we believe leave a certain thing but you know if we were to pull them out from school if it's something that they desperately don't want to do or you know not meeting their needs at home well then that could be a recipe for disaster on the flip side of things right so I think it's important that you and so key that you kept your kids involved in, in the decision making of that well and like for me I like I, I do um my work online with uh, online fitness coaching and then I also do massage therapy in the evenings when my husband's home with the kids and then I can go and I do a couple of appointments a few days a week so for me as an adult I I can change my schedule mm-hmm. I can be flexible um, because that's just I'm able to do that and with them I felt like it was really important to you know how well for me growing up there was always that you do it with what your parents say and you don't question, you don't, mm-hmm. you just follow what I tell you and none of that back and forth conversation. I didn't want that for my kids. I wanted to give them the opportunity to tell me no, like, but have the conversation. Okay. Why is this a no? Yeah. And, and have a discussion, have the dialogue, open dialogue. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that they, they're not, so they're not seeing just like, a small piece of what is going on we have the full conversation and they're involved in the, the decisions that um, affect their lives they're like there's still things where you know mom and dad are like no this is what's happening but when it comes to chores and it comes <laughs> right. to respect and responsibility and time management those things are non-negotiables but other things that you know they need to learn and have the say in what happens with them we have those conversations and it's like for me as a parent having those conversations is very important i think that's awesome um i i do think that when you give children a definite structure as to what it is that they can uh that they can choose um and what it is that they have the responsibility of of doing for themselves they'll surprise you in terms of, of what they choose because oftentimes they want to choose the thing that seems best for them and that's the thing that seems 
better for them to be uh, learning and growing. Um, and if you if you you know do your job as a parent right, you you have the uh, you you'll be surprised. Your kids will choose what you're wanting them to choose in in the first place. But you've given them that option. Um, so like you said, it's learning without them even realizing that it's learning. Growing up, I was like, oh, this is horrible. I just want to go play. But, you know, you had responsibilities. Um, looking back now, I see that that helped me in ways that I didn't even realize. And the, like, I want my kids to have a little bit more um, experience with doing more things not in the school structure and just being kids. I love it. I love it. Wow. Wow. What an, a phenomenal conversation. Um, very insightful. Um, I definitely learned a lot and gave me lots of things to definitely think about moving on um, in the future. And I specifically liked, Stephanie, when you mentioned uh, meeting them where they're at, right, with their learning and not to have to always reach for that bar that's given, but but start the education, start the process, start the learning where they're at and go from there, you know, and, and, with, and taking in everything, the environment, everything that's around them and providing them with the, with the learning opportunities every day, you know, and, and Kimberly and I briefly talked about that in our last podcast too, of there's so many things that we do throughout our day that could be incorporated into a learning experience. So I, I love that you mentioned that too, and um, kind of backed up what we were talking about last week. So that was, that was beautiful. We cannot thank you enough for joining us here on the Parent Solution today. Your insights and wisdom have definitely given me, as I said, a ton of things to think about. So I graciously thank you for that. And thank you so much for listening. We appreciate all of you. And remember, new episodes will be premiering every Tuesday at 5 a.m. Eastern on Spreaker. This is the Parent Solution. Remember, this is your one-stop shop for counseling, insights, and all things educational. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.